I'm your host, Jim McLean. Welcome back to another episode of More Than Pixels on a Screen, a podcast brought to you by the Banderflix Movie Review website. This week, because of the Super Bowl, we're going to be talking about The Waterboy. And as always, I can't talk about the movie on my own because it wouldn't be a great podcast as much as my ego would like me to believe it would be. I need someone else to bounce off. And I thought this would be a great way to start a new series of podcasts. We've had this person on before. I really should introduce you. It is the lovely, lovely Bill Bullshit Taylor. I'm sorry, Bill. We could call you the Grumpy Gamer, but I think Bill Bullshit Taylor. Listen back to previous podcasts regarding Star Wars. You'll know why Bill gets that full title. But it's Bill Taylor from The Sixth Sense. So hello to you, Bill. Hi, Jim. Uh, thanks for the lovely uh, uh, intro on nickname. Well, there's loads of things I could say. Local filmmaker, entrepreneur, just all-round nice guy, best beard of Banger 2022. Loads of things. We've had you on the pod before. We've had you on the TV show before. We've had the Sixth Sense. Oh, fuck's sake, we've had all of you in a podcast once. You know, how did that work out? It's just better with just one of you. It's just better with just one. But we're going to be talking about The Water Boy because, of course, we have the Super Bowl. But I thought it would be a great way to start a new series about just comedies. I don't know, we, when we've had you on before, we've talked about various actors. we talked about Steve Martin and Martin Short. Um, I know we've had The Sixth Sense on a couple of times, talking about a few things. Coming to America, I know we had you on the pod. That was the one I couldn't remember before. But this, in my mind, is something more recent. But yet it is many, many years ago. Since it's 25 years old. Bill, what? It's 20. I know. You don't I, say I, that. I did, I did a rewatch of it and it's like 1998. And it's yeah. like, my God, I was like, I was a kid. Well, sort of. I was a kid. And this, if I'm honest, The Water Boy was probably my first real Adam Sandler movie that I was aware of. I know there's people talk about The Wedding Singer. I think people slightly older than. Than, than myself anyway I do like The Wedding Singer but this is probably my first real Adam Sandler let's go see this in the cinema movie and I think without uh, we'll not talk about the movie anymore just yet I think we'll pause for a second play a clip and then we'll come back and as always we will chat in spoilerific detail but as Bill says it's a 25 year old film you know if if you haven't seen it, you know what do you if you haven't um, li- if seen you haven't it, seen it yet, sort your life. Yeah, out. sort your Come life on. out, and you know on, what, are you do, it, what are you doing? Listen to a fucking podcast about the movie that if you haven't watched it. So we're going to play the clip, and then we'll come back. Now, is there anyone here that can tell me why most alligators are abnormally aggressive? I know the answer to this question. Raise your hand. Anybody? Anyone? Yes or you? Sir? Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. (laughs) (laughs) Your mama said alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth and no toothbrush. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Anybody else? Yes, use. Alligators are aggressive because of an enlarged medulla oblongata. It's the sector of the brain which controls aggressive behavior. That is correct. The medulla oblongata. Mama the medulla oblongata is where anger, jealousy, and aggression come from. Now, is there anybody here 
can tell me where happiness comes from. No. Anyone? All right. Let's hear what Mama has to say on the subject. Mama say that happiness is from magic rays of sunshine that come down when you're feeling blue. <laughs> well, folks, Mama's wrong again. <laughs> no, Colonel Sanders, you're wrong. Mama's right. <laughs> All right. Mama's right. Mama's right. Something wrong with his medulla oblongata. <laughs> Coach Klein said I could. Mr. Coach Klein said I could. It's fine. Some high quality. Oh, I, I can't. I've, over the years, I always thought I could do a good water boy impression, Bill. Can, can we hear your. Mama said, Mama, Mama, Mama said, Mama, Mama said. <laughs> that's, that's about the best I can do, to be honest. It just feels like I want to just slap you because you're kind of like stuck. Yes, it's the needle is stuck in the record. I, I can't really do impressions. I mean, not Jones fella is the one that can probably do the is impressions. He well, we sort of, it's, it's sort of like, well, good, good, good effort. He can do, uh, a, uh, he can do an adequate Bill Cosby. That's about he it. He can. I, I can do a bit of a, I can do a bit of a um, Christopher Walken. Like, it's just, you know, and that's it. That's <laughs> <laughs> just work. You know, so that, you're, that's, so that's you're, the best I can do. So your joke is: so the sixth sense for that routine, you've got Bill, you've got uh, Jones, kind of doing this whole full skit about Bill Cosby. All you've got, Putin Bob. Yeah, and then it's like so. Sixth sense for this joke, guys. Hey, Christopher Walken walks into a bar. You know. And that's it. That's uh, that's the highlight. Of it. Everything people need. But that's to know. not why I'm in the sixth sense. I'm clearly in the sixth sense for my good looks. Yeah, you're the you're the beautiful ah, one. Ah, ah. Yeah, I'm like the Mel B of the group. Okay, let's let's not unpack that any that's further. A, you know, that's that's a reference. You know, you know, for the kids out there, you know, that's the Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about twenty five year old film, Bill. Yep. But uh, yes, so the Water Boy. So I don't know really mean. How much of a setup you need to do? Adam Sandler plays the aforementioned water boy. He has hydrated the football team, his local football team, for, for many years. Never played, never, it seems, watched American football. And then he's dropped by his main team, picked up by Henry Winkler's side to once again to start to hydrate them. But it discovers that he has a hidden talent, a talent fueled by rage and tackling fuel. And... That, that's all you pretty much need to know. Now, pretty much it. Yeah. We, we put this out on Facebook this morning, and someone said to me on Facebook, it was Robert from the Ballyclare Community Cinema, Peak Sandler. Now, you could maybe go down and look down the kind of uncut gems and kind of go on like something completely different, but from a comedic point of view, where do you place this? I mean, are you a fan of The Water Boy? Because this is, we're going to be talking a couple of, this is a series, so I've picked the first film. A couple of weeks' time, we're going to have you back on. We're going to be talking about another film you've picked. We'll keep that to the very end. I I have a real soft spot for this film. And I'm going to come back, because there's other films when I was younger of Adam Sandler. I loved that that relationship has changed over the years and more recently with his comedic output. But where do you place this film for you, for Adam Sandler? And generally, are you a fan of The Waterboy? Yeah, I mean, I I love this film. I I saw. More importantly, Bill, I've got to stop you. Are you suitably hydrated? 
I am. I've got my coffee here, which, you know, I know Good. is a, a, a can dehydrate a wee bit, but sure, I'm, I'm fine. We will have water. High quality. We've Hen- H2O. We've Henry, See, I can't do it. Yeah, we've Henry, it. Henry Winkler's bottle or his little <laughs> kind of uh, thing, a container of water standing by Ew. to hydrate you. Um, yeah, I mean, I suppose I was very similar, similar to yourself. I mean, I was aware. I was aware of Adam Sandler in a, in a kind of in a kind of not necessarily cinematic way. I was aware of his comedy at the time. I, he had because he was Saturday Night Live. Is he Saturday Night Saturday Live? Saturday Night Live and, and then well, he had. Music. There used to be audio. I mean, I, the kids won't remember, but there used to be audio tapes, and people used to swap audio tapes of comedy yes. and stuff. I mean, at the time, uh, Seinfeld was big as stand up. Um, and Adam Sandler, I mean, he, he bought I out a comedy you? album just, just as well. Kind of just talking about comedy, and I know we kind of try to streamline this podcast so we don't yeah. go off on tangents, but have <laughs> you seen the whole thing with Seinfeld recently? The the AI that they've created, I think, is it Sein, Seinfeld Forever? Or, there's a, Online, there, there's a guy who's created, like, an episode of Seinfeld. Just using kind of, do you know, oh, do you know the chat? Is it the oh, chat? Oh, the chat GPT or yeah. whatever it is. Uh, but then they've also animated it as well. It's it's right. available on um, uh, someone's Twitch. Is it Twitch? You'll know this. You're a Twitch, gamer. Aye. Twitch stream. Okay. And uh, yeah, I'm, I I must send a link out after this recording. It is. It's weird, but it's it's like it's one of those things because they've got a lot of the canned laughter. Right. Okay. But is it? Uh, see, AI, I, I don't believe AI is going to take over the world. I just think it, it lacks it lacks context. Keep going, Bill. I'm just loving having I you know, talk with the guy. I know. I know and like, if you're listening to this like 200 years in the future somehow, and like, and you're it's, an a barn, it's a barn landscape. <laughs> humani- you're, you're scavenging for bottle caps and things, Fallout style. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's like you're 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 having to put the volume down because the robots are hunting you. You know, the irony it won't be lost on me. There, I'm gonna know? I'm gonna stop that can laugh. Yeah. So yes, <laughs> uh, just when you mentioned Seinfeld, it popped into my head. I would recommend listeners if you haven't already sought it out. I, I forget the name. I'll I'll put it up on the the notes for the show, and I'll put it up on our YouTube page as well. But it's worthwhile. But yes, you were talking about um, Waterboy, and I remember he had a record. Was it about grandma, or he did a lot of stuff about his grandma? I can't remember. There was like all sorts of different sort of like recorded skits and things, and it was audio. It was audio skits, mm-hmm. which you know we've That's a dabbled. Thing of the past, now you don't get we've that as dabbled, much. We've dabbled with that sort of thing. Um, well, you don't get it as much now, but I think like Monty with Python podcasts did and stuff. Yes, yeah, I, I think with podcasts and stuff, there is a bit of. But a I, suppose, I guess what I mean is more my kind of comedy musical albums he did some of that he, as well he did yeah. though he definitely did those and i kind of think of stuff like monty python well i suppose monty python was a mix of songs but also their act as well yeah but you don't get that as much now no, kind of don't really get that it's it's almost like a i wouldn't say a lost art form but you know it's uh, well uh, some people like i say podcasts and stuff have the, I suppose, the facility to bring that sort of stuff back. The Sixth Sense is going to bring it back. We're going to bring back, yeah, we're going to bring it back. Watch out, Shane Watch Todd. Watch out, everybody. Watch out, everybody. Watch we'll out, Colin Geddes. The Sixth Sense are coming for you yeah. with their latest comedy musical album. Yeah, in cyberspace. It's called um, Christopher Walken. You know. You know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let's go back to the water, boy. Um, I'd seen, I remember seeing the trailer for Happy Gilmore. Yeah, I'm thinking that looks really funny. 
<laughs> now, I, I didn't go to the cinema to see Happy Gilmore, so it kind of went past me, but then The Waterboy came out, mm-hmm. and it's like, right, I went to the cinema to watch that, and it's it's definitely in my top ten of, like, comedy films. It has to be. It is hilarious, right from start to finish. And, again, I don't, I don't like sports. I don't like American football or anything. I find American football really confusing. Um, but, you know, it's it's not necessarily about the American football. It's, 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 I don't know. It's like Sandler does have, I don't know, he's got a really good knack of, well, especially the films. He's been good at choosing his comedy films. Um, he was. Well, well, you know, people people give him stick for some of the some of the choices he's made but at the end of the day i think we what have other to, I mean, job do you have where you can arse about with your mates that's true you i mean I, I, mean? I do love that aspect the fact that he has brought his friends with him along along with in making the movies and people that he's worked with he works with again okay let's not talk too much about jack and jill and and roping and al pacino and kind of Ever wondered what it takes to make it in the movie business? Peel back the curtain with 4-6 Success Filmmaking. 4-6 Success Filmmaking is where filmmakers share their stories and the secrets. It's beyond competitive out there. There have been movies that it's taken me 10 years to get made. Don't wait to create. Like, you've got to just keep making stuff. Tune in to 4-6 Success Filmmaking for your dose of cinematic realness, direct from the voices that have lived it. I haven't watched it, and I don't think. Don't I don't know. I wouldn't exactly it, think it's. The, I wouldn't think it's the worst film. No, it's not. It's not the worst film. His films are not. They're not the worst films in the world ever. They're not terrible, but it's just that sense of they're not that funny. And I think he's. And I maybe I'm guilty of looking back at his films with rose tinted glasses, and I will come back to this. But the Water Boy is the one. I, I'm worried about myself at the time I will find the water boy not funny. Mm. I don't find Happy Gilmore as funny as I used to. It's all in the hips. <laughs> all in the hips. Tappa, tappa, tappa. Ta- Get in your home. Go home, ball. Don't you want to go home? And I know when I think about it, I laugh. And also Billy Madison, back to school. I love Billy back Madison, dude. I love it. Love it. Shampoo it's a is better. It goes on the head first. It's a guilty pleasure. My problem is when I watch those, I it's that sense of I don't know if it's me getting old and grumpy. I turned forty last year, probably is, but I don't find those films as funny as I used to. And I go, it's a bit like the Macaulay Culkin thing in Home Alone. I find his characters a little bit more annoying. It's like. Every year I watch Home Alone at Christmas and you go, oh, I just want the wet bandits, just that little bit more just to get him. I don't want a terrible death death for Kevin, just, you know, a quick, you know, just boom and move on, that kind of thing. <laughs> Funny enough, on that note of the Home Alone, I was with someone who never re- realised or never twigged that Joe Pesci's character, that he's the police officer at the start. Yeah, I can't believe there's there people, was there was an internet article about that as well and i read and i just couldn't believe that people were that sort of bill i love her. my wife dearly i mean i do love my wife very very much but she did not realize 
that Kevin Smith and Silent Bob were the same people. Really? Yeah. God, it's not either. <laughs> we we watched. I haven't seen Clerks Three yet. We we watched uh, Jane Silent Bob reboot. Yes. And we were watching it at home, and we had this discussion. She was talking about something, and she was like, "Oh, who who does Kevin Smith or you know." I can't remember how it came up, but it was just like, do that sense of like the, the slow head turn as if to go, you know that they're the same people, right? You, you know, they're, they're in the film. I mean, there's a bit where Kevin Smith is getting interviewed and she's like, even then, and it's like, you know, they're there. She's like, oh, I think it was like, oh, why did he not? Why did, who did Kevin Smith get to play? Why is Silent Bob pretend to be Kevin Smith? It's like, because he is. <laughs> He is. Crazy. I know. So I, I am not surprised. And then there what we it was that article. I think it was like a Buzzfeed, a Buzzfeed or uh, something I think like it that. Was, yeah. Um, and I have met. I met someone who never twigged that Joe Pesci. But anyway, I, Bill, I feel like you're sucking me back into the bad days of Banderflex podcast, <laughs> where we nothing. go off on tangents. <laughs> it's looking at your beautiful face and going off on kind of tangents. But yes, my point was, I. I always get worried when I watch older Adam Sandler films and older comedies that I that I loved. There is comedies of late. I mean, I've talked about before. I'm not a fan of stuff like the Hangover films because I find them they're just purposely nasty, and there's an undercurrent of nastiness through them. I've always liked something with a bit of heart. So, say for instance, something like "I Love You, Man," which I'm sure I, I will... watched that two weeks ago, man. Oh, brilliant show! There I've... We go. Had you I never, love had that you never show, seen it before? Had you not oh, seen no, it? no, no. I've seen it yeah. loads of times. But it's like, I, I don't know. Slapping it's, the it's bass. Slapping the bass. But it's the whole, um, I don't I don't think there's enough, I don't think there's enough films about male friendships. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because ultimately. Not, not toxic male friendships. To- exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like. Positive. Pos- yeah, positive. Like, I, I've only started watching Ted Lasso. Of of all th- like literally, I mean, we, I've nearly finished first season, and the one thing that I really, really like and really enjoy about that is it portrays male friendships in a realistic way and in a positive way as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a bit of sarcasm, a bit of ribbon, a bit of stuff like that, but at the end of the day, bit of football it's type. a bunch of well, football's relevant to me. I'm not <laughs> a sports guy, you know. I'm a nerd. I I love computer games and 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 playing with little toy soldiers and stuff. Um, so yeah, I, I, you know, I would have been, I would have been ridiculed and picked on by people like that when I was a kid and probably was, but look at me now. How are you guys? Anyway, doesn't matter. They're um, here right now. Here. It's an intervention bill. <laughs> um, forget my, forget my point. <laughs> no, the point Welcome is. Welcome to the Banderflex it's, podcast. It's all, you know, it's all wholesome. Yes. Wholesome, you know, and. You know, and especially nowadays, I mean, nowadays we're sort of talk, you know, there's adverts on TV about talking to your friends and Mm -hmm. stuff. (laughs) But that's the thing. I mean, you can probably put down, you can write in a postage stamp, probably, the, you know, the the key points of any man-to-man conversation in in the space of an hour. But it should be more. And I think things like this are, are fantastic for showing guys like us how we can communicate. Yes. Which is fantastic. I told I, I'm I'm with we you. We can be like how the girls be. You know, that's they how, just talk that's filth how girls get on. They just go for bottomless brunches and talk filth, Bill. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, they dress up in dressing gowns. They sit and they talk rubbish about their other halves. We can. We do should that, be though. doing that. We can do that. You and me. You know, we, we can we'll get, make it a day. You know, we can go to the sleeve donor to get one of those wee, <laughs> wee pamper, spa day. Wee spa day. Get afternoon tea. Do if, my nails. Bill, you know, you'll have me if you have afternoon tea. I don't mean you'll have me in a sexual sense. Talk about her feelings. But, but you'll have me. I know. Uh, we'll see what happens, Jim. You know, twenty first century and all that sort of stuff. Uh, I'm an enlightened kind of guy. What happens in Sleeve Donard stays in Sleeve Donard, you know? I'm tempted, I'm tempted to put the candle after back on, but I won't. Ah. But yeah, I, I'm totally with you. It, it's got heart. And I think of those early Adam Sandler. I mean, after that, I think you've got the likes of Big Daddy. I think Big Daddy was in around then. Yep. You've got Little Nicky, which I don't love as much. I love Little Nicky. I don't. I love Little Nicky. I, I need to maybe rewatch it, and I've. It's one of those films I loved when I was younger, and I am scared to rewatch it because it's that. It's set. got Rodney Dangerfield in it. It can't I know. be bad. I know that is very true. And Harvey Keitel. Oh my God! As Satan, if I remember. Yeah, he's yeah. the devil. He's yeah. the devil. I I'm just worried because. I went back and I can't remember why I watched Happy Gilmore. I watched Billy Madison and I find myself kind of, oh, I don't love these as much as I do. And even like the stuff like the, the, the isn't it the Boyles? Or do, oh, what do you call the families? That's, the O'Doyles. The O'Doyles. <laughs> and the car slips in the banana. And, um, O'Doyles rule. <laughs> Pure Simpsons. I know. It's brilliant. I know. <laughs> And when I think about them, I laugh. But when I watch them, I'm kind of left going, oh, I don't know if I like these. But I I see The Water Boy and it brings me back. Yeah, it has heart. I don't think, you know, I, I don't, I mean, I know Adam Sandler is still doing these kind of personas that he's, I mean, isn't it? Um, what was the one, the Halloween one that was on Netflix? Oh, Halloween Hubie or something? Yes, that's the one. I kind have of, watched it. it. It's not great, but it's kind of, he's trying to go back to that kind of Waterboy-esque character. But where I think, where the, what, what makes the Waterboy work is the fact that you give a performer like Kathy Bates yeah. and even Henry Winkler. Yeah. And I I don't think at the time, maybe Scream. Yeah. I don't think I had seen Henry Winkler. And look, I know him and... Uh, I was going to say Tom Cruise, maybe he does have grief, but him and Tom Hanks have a bit of beef over the years. But uh, I don't think I'd seen him in that much beyond Happy Days mm-hmm. as being this cool, slick. Yeah, we look at the Happy Days, we look at Happy Days now, and you're like, really? The Fonzie was the epitome of cool? E. E. I'm going to jump a shark. E. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Sorry. I was thinking Christopher Walken was in it. No, but that was that was the first time I think I'd seen Henry Winkler and something else, maybe as I say, apart from Scream, in this kind of very, it's very different from the fonts in what he's trying to do. And again, oh, yeah. and it's this kind of character, again, that we're talking about masculinity that has been completely emasculated by his rival coach, he stole his place. He's no yeah. longer able to kind of come up with these great ideas and great plays to win matches that he had before. And he goes on, a vo- there we go, for full on cheese. He goes on a voyage of self-discovery as well, but also yeah. one of the greatest comedy moments, I think up there in the, the cinema, in the history of cinema, what mama don't know won't hurt her. And the, <laughs> the Roy Orbison tattoo on his bum. Now, re-watching it, 
I have a question, Bill. This is where my mind goes. I like to believe that that is Henry Winkler's derriere. Right. And, and he's had just, it's been... It's probably a stunt it's arse, been to be fair. Off, but I think probably it is, arse. in Friends-esque, it's yeah. uh, Mott LeBlanc. Maybe he did that yeah. as well. I think it's a stunt butt, because it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good-looking butt. I mean, yeah, like, it's, I mean, well, I mean, if, if it's, it's not how I imagine Henry Winkler's No, it's, it's my, a very young-looking it, it says more about where my mind is going now that I've turned 40, Bill. It's like going... His ass looks pretty good for a man his age. That's too clean. Like, it's it, too polished. <laughs> where's not a wrinkle? Where's, where's the all hairs? the where's the spots? Yeah. What's happening here? You know, you know what I know the... Hollywood Hollywood movie magic went too far in that one. And it's weird that rewatching the film this week, because we only had you on the pod, that's the one thing I noted down, kind of going like it's like all the things in reference, kind of looking at it through today, twenty twenty three. Henry's is, Winkler. Uh, well, we're not going that far. But you're going to go like in through 2023's eyes, is it still appropriate and still okay for a performer to give that kind of performance in, in the lead with with uh, Andy Sam not Andy Samberg, Jesus, with um, Adam, Sandler. Adam Sandler. Is it okay for Adam Sandler to approach that kind of, give that kind of role performance in the lead role? Um, you go, is, he, is he poking fun? But I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't think there's necessarily nastiness in there. But I feel bad that the fact that the one thing I noted down is Henry Winkler's ass stunt butt question mark. Well, see, here's the thing. I mean, the, I was watching the film, and the one thing that stood out to me that probably, pro, you know, it, it kind of, I would say it, it wasn't. It was. I, I don't know why it's standing out now. Well, I do know why, and it's it's the bullying. The amount of bullying mm. and you know harassment and toxic relationships that are in that film is unreal. I mean, mm. absolutely unreal. I mean, I suppose we talk about those things in today's society more mm. than what would have happened twenty five years ago. So I think there certainly has been a shift in tone in you know people examining their relationships and how other people treat them and. And, you know, we don't tolerate that sort of thing anymore. I mean, that the stuff that happened to that water boy mm -hmm. probably wouldn't happen today, which sort of, you know, I know bringing it down, bringing it, you know, bringing Fuck it you, really Bill. serious. What it's brought, supposed to be a comedy podcast. For. But the point is, Guys, I mean. Guys, go to a six cent show. This is what you get. <laughs> yeah, but the point is, I mean. I know, I know exactly the point you're making. You know, it's not, I don't think, it's not acceptable for that sort of stuff to be laughed at today. Yeah. So, you know, the Water Boy, if it was being remade today, it'd be a totally different film. Oh, it totally would. You know, all that sort of stuff would be taken out. It wouldn't be, you know, he would get sacked for something else. It wouldn't be his behavior or attitude or anything like that. Um, there wouldn't be that element of, you know, the the toxic and you know, it's it's a very very hurtful relationship between him and his mom. I mean, his mum's very controlling and, and things like that. Again, I don't want to bring things down as a comedy show, but, you know, there's campaigns happening at the minute. You know, you only have to look outside about the billboards, about, you know, all these domestic, you know, it's it's classed as domestic abuse mm. and things like that. Those kinds of, as I say, toxic relationships with, with loved ones and stuff. So, you know, it's kind of, 
I'm kind of glad that the water boy exists in that time and it shows us a snapshot of that time, but. But Mama Bouvier, she does. I mean, she has her moment well, of realization, yes. well, you know, football is not for the, whole... the devil, it's for my baby. That's the whole thing. I mean, the whole Kathy film Bates is. has never sounded so masculine. In the her whole life. film is, you know, if you haven't seen it, you just need to watch it. It does have. Everybody gets their, I suppose, their redemption. Everybody, every character re- gets redeemed, um, apart from the bad coach. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's he doesn't get redeemed in that sort of fashion. But everyone else gets their happy moment, which is great. You know, it's a typical comedy film, and that's what should happen. But it's not realistic. Whereas we mentioned earlier about the Ted Lasso, yeah, sort of. I mean, that's real. That's kind of realistic. What what is kind of happening? These people, how they get their, I suppose, how they get their moments. Now, mm. again, they haven't finished the first season yet, but you know, he's, you know, he's he's starting to suffer from panic attacks or, or something like that. And you know, I think the the head of the, the the woman that owns the owns the the football team isn't, you know, she's, she's still owner chairperson the, the chairperson owner. She still is out to fucking harm uh, harm the team a la Major League, you know. Um, but I do suspect there's going to be redemption arcs for everybody there. But, you know, it's not going to be as, as saccharine sweet as the water boy. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's it, definitely, that's the thing about comedy. I mean, things that were acceptable years ago are not acceptable now. And it's, the point of comedy, I suppose, is to highlight the issues or try to highlight and bring light to issues that are happening today. So I don't know how relevant the water boy would be today in, in today's comedy. Don't mean to bring it down, folks. Yeah. Don't mean to bring it down. It's a real downer, like. We need a couple of dick and fart jokes here to bring things back. It's not the time where I get the canned laughter, right? No, <laughs> definitely not. I think it's that sense. It's coming back to that point. There's a heart to the water boy. Yes. And I mean, I know there's... There's probably in their way. There's there's heart to Happy Gilmore because isn't he? He's trying to get, raise the money for his grandma, and we have Ben Stiller in one of the greatest performances from Ben Stiller. I can't even do Ben Stiller's great line because it's an audio kind of an audio. Me- it's, it's a visual gag with the kind of the the hand across <laughs> the throat towards the grandma. I I do love that. Um, and Billy Madison. There's is there a heart to Billy Madison that says he wants to go to school? Is it to become? Is I guess it's been that long to stay? Is it his father's company or did? Is yeah, it's essentially a rich kid needs to. You know, it's it's preposterous bringing it, you know saying it now. You know, it's like a rich kid needs to go to school to get qualified to take the reins of his dad's company. So mm-hmm. it's like how he brings heart and. <laughs> like ability that character in that film is beyond me but he manages it yeah you know he, he does manage it which is it's he just about does even, but you know you judge it by today's standards i mean there's you know, <laughs> it's like it's it's definitely an anti-billionaire <laughs> sort of air right there at the minute you know it's yeah. almost you know dare you say almost cusp of revol- revolution happening possibly um so it's it's kind of like kudos to you to sort of, you know, make it a sympathizer billionaire. <laughs> there we go. That's the movie we need right now. We need to watch <laughs> Billy Madison. As I say, I've, I've rewatched those and I didn't enjoy it. I mean, I actually found myself, I did not like Happy Gilmore. 
and I was surprised at how much not not I didn't, so it's on a rewatch. Yeah, in a recent rewatch. At the time, I I loved them, and the Water Boys are one of that era. I go back to. I think Jaws is in it. I know. <laughs> I I think it's that. I think it's the. Oh, <laughs> we're having some technical difficulties. Um, I believe it is. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna rack him. <laughs> the microphone just keeps moving. It's like stop it stopped. It's a metaphor. Stop it stopped. Talking. It stopped. Sorry. So where were we? Um, as I said, I rewatched them. I didn't. I didn't hate them. I just didn't enjoy them as much. I think if I'm brutally honest with myself, even though as a supposed adult, that's at midlife now, at in my forties. It's the tackles. It's the ta- They're brutal, aren't they? It's the tackles. I mean, as someone who has an interest now in American football, I don't want to say that, uh, that this film was my first experience of, of American football. I think it was the first film where American football was a part of the plot. That I, I mean, there's so many films like The Faculty I know you're a fan of, that there's yeah. a whole kind of section that involves American football. American football, it's a big part of American culture and kind of college football in particular, so it's in all those kind of films. But this is the first one I remember that was maybe The Longest Yard, but then I, I wasn't a massive fan. Of, there's the Burt Reynolds original and then Adam Sander, of course. Well, it's the Vinnie Jones he, British remake, yes, Mean Machine. Mean Machine, which uh, with The Monk. Uh, as the go, as and the go- Danny Dar, and Danny, Danny Dar. Dar, good old Danny. Before Danny's these. been in an Oscar-winning uh, short film, so and he's related to the, the royalty, partly so. Yeah, good but that was the first film I remember. Really, be uh, there was oh, what's the one with Samuel L's action? Um, the fan? No, no, that's Robert fa- De Niro. No, no, no. What's the one with? Uh, it's the sad one. And they all die in the bus. I'll, I'll forget that. that Speed. Was, was, yeah, we'll scrap that. It, it was, this was the first film I remember where American... Coach fo- Carter, is it? it might be, no, it's not Coach Carter. I, I will find it. Um, this was the first film I remember where American football was a part of the narrative. A very small part when you really break it down. You don't need to understand American football. You just need to know when he gets angry... When he gets his tackling feel, he's good at tackling and he scares the fuck out of his opposition. Oh, yeah, it's amazing, like. Yeah. And they will go to, it's not the Super Bowl, of course, not. it's the... Bourbon Bowl. The Bourbon Bowl. Because uh, I think if they went to the Super Bowl, it would just be too a little bit too far. I mean, you know, there's certain things held I'm prepared to die on, but if they go all the way to the Super Bowl, you know, I don't think I'll accept that. But I think it's the tackling that gets it across... And I know you're kind of saying there's there's issues around the kind of the mama, uh, mama, mama and son relationship in the film. Kathy Bates is having a ball. Oh, she's having a blast in that film. Oscar-winning actress, yeah. Kathy Bates. Oscar-winning yeah. actor, Ka- Kathy Bates. I mean, she's clearly having a ball. Henry Winkler is having a ball. Yeah. I don't know. Was this the first? Because I I don't remember Henry Winkler being in Happy Gilmore. I don't think he's in Billy Madison. Uh. No, I think it's the first one. He was in because I know he's in Little Nicky. He's in Little Nicky. Cover Winkler and Bees. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have a sneaking suspicion he's in Big Daddy. I could be wrong. It's been a while since I've seen remember, Big Daddy as well. Daddy There's there. Mister Deeds, which was a remake, which I'm not a massive fan of. It's, I don't mind Mister Deeds. Don't mind it. I don't. I think it's reasonable. It's fine. Mm. I never had the love for it when I was younger. 
So I think it's that I watch it now and I go, yeah, it's fine. But it's the fact that there was a certain time period where I was obsessed mm. about Adam Sandler and those. Like I know we used to have a caravan in County Down. We would have watched Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, The Water Boy on repeat at nauseam. And it's that sense of having loved those films so much and then going back and going, mm, I don't know, but I still like The Water Boy. I think the soundtrack's great. I also want to throw it as well, and I always get her name wrong. Um, Farzuka. Farzabalk. Farzabalk. I had such a crush oh, on her didn't? when I was younger. Uh, Vicky Valancourt. Vicky Valancourt. Vicky Valancourt. She showed yeah. me her boobs, and it was good. <laughs> <laughs> I I loved her. Isn't this the sequence where like she steals the Ferrari? Like, what yeah. college kid has a Ferrari? And she's like, yeah. what are you doing, Vicky? I'm just thinking about stealing. I forget what actor or what uh, football player it is. I think I'm about stealing his Ferrari. LT's Ferrari. LT's Ferrari. And then just him on the, the old kind of lawnmower, right on lawnmower. Brilliant. And then the sequence where she modifies the lawnmower as well. And he's like, uh, you might like what I did with your lawnmower. And then, boom. <laughs> she's great. And I love the interaction between her and Kathy Bates as well. That sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the you know, you're not good enough for my son kind of thing. Nobody's right? going to be good enough. Yeah, that's the thing. Again, we said before, the toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, she's she's fantastic. I mean, I, I've always been a big fan of her anyway, from, I suppose, uh, what what was it? The Craft. I mean, she's great in The Craft. All Lemons were great in The Craft. But it was uh, things to do in Denver when you're dead. I thought she was... She was great in as well. I love her film. She's been, I love her as a performer. I love her as a performer. I just haven't seen her in very much. I mean, we think of her being Nancy in The Craft. She's, yeah. She's great. And then she's she's great in this role. I mean, I, I'm sure I have seen her in other projects as well, oh, other my. features. Those are the ones, I guess, you're in those kind of roles that come to mind. And don't forget Jerry Reid as a coach, as a coach as well. Yes. That's his last film. I didn't know. I knew. I knew it was kind of in around his last. But I didn't know it was his specific. Uh, he comedy chops all the way from uh, uh, not Camber on smoking the bandit. Yeah, and um, and he, you know, singer as well. I love him though as a villain because he's just he's there. It's the classic pantomime kind of villain. Villain. He's there to be boo and hissed at. He's the he. The, there's no redemption in his character. It's not like at a moment where like at the end of the film was like. Uh, you know, Bobby, I'm sorry for everything I did to you. No, he's he's just beaten. That's it. And I mean, that's, that, yeah. that's what I love about it. I mean, the fact yeah. that it doesn't have to like, I think now you'd have probably that moment. It would be like a, the Sandra Bullock film uh, where it's like, like the end. It's like Sandra Bullock would be, I don't know why she'd be there, but it'd be like, they're going to have this moment. It's like, Bobby, I was sorry for all the things I did to you. Like, I don't know why he's going with that accent. But. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, he's he's not Jamaican, Jim. Or even, um, even there's not even a, a a moment of reconciliation between him and Henry Winkler's character. No, no. Whereas if you did a remake, there would be. Yeah, and they don't even have a resolution between Bobby and the teacher. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know he's not. Ne- he's never like going. He was wrong. It's like. Why alligator so angry? Because they got all them teeth and they just can't brush them. And he just he just becomes like a slapstick laughing stock, you know. He gets hit with the. But also creepily, what <laughs> what teachers going to a college party? Mm. Well, see that's the thing, and I suppose we we haven't really covered that yet. I mean, the one thing about the Water Boy that I kind of like, especially growing up, is it's a, it's a really good snapshot of like small town Americana. Yeah. 
I mean, that's, you know, those small towns, they get behind. They do. They genuinely get behind. There's an element of that in the faculty as well, which mm-hmm. you mentioned earlier, where, you know, the whole town goes, I mean, goes to the match that or the is games. A big, that is a big part of American culture it in is. itself. Like, yeah. I don't think we re- I know there's football here, but I don't think that has the same set. Like, like, it's that is like the whole town, the whole community will get behind their team, their college team, or, yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, you don't really get that here. And, you know, you, you do you see that if, if you go, like, I, I've been to America a couple of times, and, you know, you, you do sort of, you know, I ended up staying with a bunch of college ones uh, my first trip. And that's that is what happens. I mean, the, the whole mm. you know the whole small town will get behind their their local college teams and stuff. Yeah, but what what college kids wants their teachers to be at the lesson at at the party? Sorry, it's just, I, it's just, mean, I know it's, I know it's just there for happens. a guy. I mean, you see that in you see that in like uh, what do you call that the the frat house one? What's that? Animal house. Animal house. You see it in Animal House. You see it in. You see it in all these sorts of films as well. I mean, I'm sure it happens. Maybe it doesn't happen as much nowadays, but, you know, it definitely, you know, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> it happened. It happened. It Things, happened. It happened. Things like that. So, yeah, I think we've kind of talked. I mean, we haven't really talked specifically about specific moments in the film or anything. I don't think we really need to. I mean, generally, we've given the gist of the film. He yeah. He's good at tackling. And then... Yeah, it's using anger as... You know, as John Lennon would have said, you know, using anger as an energy kind of thing, yeah. you know. Which tackling is, fuel. Tackling fuel. You know, it's, I love that. Water I love that. sucks. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Really, really sucks. Water you know, sucks. Henry Winkler, he just, say, he just comes up there and says, water sucks, Gatorade's better. <laughs> and he's like, what? And he's like, no, just use it on the field. <laughs> and it just goes into a little musical number. musical bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, the film is, I mean, you've got your typical side, you know, comedy characters and stuff, which, which is this, is this like, the first use of the Rob Schneider, Rob Schneider, you, you can, can do, do it. it, cut his fucking head off. Yes, it is. It's and the then of course, time. is it in Juice Bigelow where Adam Sander then plays that role or there, there is a, there's a, a, there is a film where, um, Rob Schneider is the lead. I think it might be Juice Bigelow. It's probably Juice Bigelow. It's one of those two. And then it just cuts to Adam Sander dressed up as him. Because I love those little in-jokes. It's like, yeah. you can do it. He's <laughs> got his fucking head off. And Cl- and Ron Hart's brother. Clint? He, yeah, yeah. He's in there as well. Oh, yeah. I'm not what you would call a smart <laughs> man or a handsome man or an educated. And he just bursts out crying. <laughs> but when your woman hugs him, then he... He goes for the boobs straight away. Like you would, it's just a fucking, you would, just an animal. You're an animal, Clint. That's why Hollywood has turned their back. Because you, and you, you don't have the good looks here, brother. <laughs> oh, and Clint Hard, forgot about him. Oh, oh my God. Clint. And then Farmer Fran. I think Farmer Fran is amazing in the film. Just go, doggy. Here, here, here. You, you can't understand. We live the back another day. We live the back another day. I love that because there's certain moments where, like, you can just. It's like the South Park thing with Kenny. You can kind of make out what he's saying. Then there's other points where, like, there's a whole. There's a section. Is it. 
I think it's is it after Bobby's first match where he just kind of he does the great tackle and then he just kind of he doesn't know what to do so he gives the ball back to the player yeah and then at the end of everyone's boon and they're all kind of back to the hatred towards the water boy but like he gives this I think he's like talking to Vicky and he gives his speech this big long speech and like they're like mm-hmm, yeah 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 and you're like going, what the fuck did he just say <laughs> that's the nipple twist on the end <laughs> as well that's like Jesus well now, there's another small hill for me uh. right. I think the film, I think it's it's the type of film that it is. You have to have the kind of, usually you have to have the Rocky rule that it's not about the winning. It's about taking part and yeah. being out there and putting yourself out there. Like films like Silver Lining Playbook, which I love. Yeah. Not if I'm talking about mental health in a way, because you've mentioned that, but they don't win. Spoiler, if you haven't seen that film, they don't win, but it's, it's the taking part and what that meant to them. I guess this is not that film. They have to, you know, like once, like another small hill, a small hill upon another small hill, Bill, would realistically, and I don't know the rules ins and out of American football. I'm pretty certain in football, if you turned up at halftime or after the first quarter and were like, oh, I wasn't here for the start, but I'm here now, I can play. I don't know if you'd get away with that. And I know it's a really small hill to kind of allow myself to get annoyed about. But anyone who's ever listened to me talking about the Disney pods that we've done with the lovely Victoria Brown will know I kind of psychoanalyze, you know, why does a horse want to be a cat? All this kind of stuff. Why does a mouse need a human-sized coin? These are things that bother me, Bill. Would he realistically, like, I'm thinking of recently, we've had the whole stuff in GAA with the the, the extra player during the All-Ireland Club final. You know, I I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I mean, that's... With the coach... I suppose with the coach really the want to go down that route, <laughs> I'm sure they were, each, each of the coaches would have had to su- submit some sort of player list anyway. Yeah. And Bobby probably would have been on that player list. So, you know... He would have been he would have been eligible still eligible to play even if he was missing. And then mm. the coach would have substituted But imagine being the guy being substituted. Imagine how shitty you'd feel. It's like all right, so I'm I'm out of here now just because the water boy's water back. back. Oh brilliant, I'm going home. You know, you would he wouldn't have stuck around. Fuck I, his water. I quit. <laughs> Fuck this team. I'm out of here. Yeah. You know, it's, that's my small hill I'm prepared to die on. It's like, would he be allowed to kind of I think he would, because a list would have had to been submitted in advance. Yeah. Okay. I'll maybe the paperwork get... would have been done. If anyone listening, I do. We have. I know we have some listenership in America. Yep. If there's anyone, any or just generally big American any coaches. Football. Yeah. Specifically, coaches that have sort of are not life coaches, not life coaches, coaches like football or whatever, and not buses. We just need to confirm if a list of players, eligible players, would have been submitted in advance. I'm pretty sure they would have, but. If you could confirm that, well, even, that would sort of but sell But even in that, I mean, because he, he wasn't playing, so he would have had to submit. No, but because he was in a coma, was he not? No, the ma was in a coma. Oh, the ma was in a coma. And he wouldn't play because the mum was in a coma. Yeah. And that's when she came clean about the dad not Roberto. dying. Roberto. Roberto. <laughs> him not dying in the Sahara Desert, gasping for water, yeah. which is what led, <laughs> you know, full circle. That's what then, you know motivates the water boy and making sure everybody's hydrated yeah <laughs> so it's psychological major psychological can damage also, here can i also throw another thing out that we haven't mentioned and i can't believe that i've got so far this pod talking about the water boy and not mentioning 
Captain Insano. Oh, <laughs> compliments of Captain Cap- Insano. Compliments of Captain Insano. Who is the big show? Yes. WWE's big show? I, when, there was a time where I thought, is that The Undertaker? But rewatch is like, oh, it's the big show. It's the big show. Yeah. And he recently actually put the costume on for, uh, there's a, I think the current AEW tag teams champions are okay. the acclaimed. And they come out, they rap. Uh-huh. And they did a recent see, this, you see your, this rap you, video. You're still and in. You're still in the there. WWE. Paul White was in the video. That's the real name of the yeah. big show. He was in because he's now a commentator on AEW, and he was wearing the Captain Insano costume. Compliments of Captain Insano. <laughs> how old are you, kid? <laughs> so how old are you, kid? It's like twelve. I'm, I'm thirty-one. <laughs> <I know. laughs> and again, bullying, bullying. The guy, the guy was clearly. You know, he's clearly got mental health issues, and that's what happens. It's not acceptable today. It's not acceptable. So, ban the film. We're we're going to bring things to a close, Bill. We're going to think. I'm just glad. I just had a moment of clarity there. As Bill dies, as yep. Bill slowly dies, dying on that hill. I I think we should bring things to a close. Okay. I think we've both we're we're slightly kind of biased here. We we like the film going in, and I think. My reservation when I rewatch it, because I, I, I watch it always around the time of Super Bowl, because my lovely wife is she she will and she will put up with watching the Super Bowl. She's she's there for the chicken wings and the halftime show. Absolutely, that's what she's there trailers. for. She's, trailers. Well, we we get all the trailers. Kind of, we'll probably get them the weeks before the the mm. days before the actual event itself. If I was to throw on any given Sunday for her, I mean, plus it's what three hours long. It's it. I mean, I love that film. I do love any given Sunday, but I'm like, I don't think, I, I think all I really need to do is go, right, let's go on YouTube and let's just get that clip of Al Pacino inches that every kind of motivational speaker tries to use now and kind of, I've been at quite a few training sessions over the years where people go, I'm going to leave you some motivational words and you're like kind of going, oh fuck, it's going to be the Al Pacino mm. inches. It's going to be that. And it's all about teamwork. And it's like. You play it and you're like, you hear the music and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. It's like, I love that scene, but it's just been played to death. It's either that or the Sylvester Stallone from Rocky Balboa. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I take the hits to keep on moving. There you go. It's another impression. Oh, my God. (laughs) There you go, Jones, if you're listening. If you've got this far. (laughs) If you've got this far, Bill Knight can add three. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? That was shite. That wasn't. That was that was my worst Rick Mickey Rooney, like <laughs> the worst. Well, no, maybe it was Mickey Rooney. <laughs> Mickey Rooney to <doing> Jack Nicholson. <laughs> there we go. That's Boom. that's exactly a niche market. Fuck <laughs> me. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, Shane Todd, get Bill on your show just to, just to do Mickey Rooney doing Jack Nicholson impressions, and I'm sure Mickey you Rooney. Know. <laughs> Right. Okay. Apologies. So we're going to bring it together. I think we've been largely positive about the water boy. I'm glad. I wasn't sure because sometimes I'm going to get you on. You are very much someone, Bill, who you don't mince your words. No, no, you're not miserable. You don't. You don't mince your words. If you don't like something, you don't like it. If you like something, you like it. And because I picked the water boy, no I was bullshit. Yeah. Uh, yeah see? see, Bill, we, no bullshit, Taylor. There we go. Boom. Bill, no. There I'll, we go. I've Bill, been called worse. Bill, bullshit. All filler, all killer, no filler. All killer, no filler. <laughs> <laughs> You're just names going to get even longer over the years. Bill's what it says on the tin. Yeah, Bill, bullshit, the grumpy gamer, grumpy gamer, 
All killer, no filler, Taylor. There we go. There we go. So I was worried when I picked the film to start this comedy retrospective. It's like, oh, what if Bill doesn't like this? It's going to be a really long, hour-long pod, but I'm glad you do. No, I love it, yeah. So would you say this is top tier, Sandler? Yes, it definitely is. I mean, we've covered some of the stuff. I mean, I still think Grown Ups and stuff. Grown Ups is pretty good. And again, it's about that positivity of family. And, you know, it's again, it's that dynamic of family you pick and family you don't. You know, i.e. good friends. Um, I I don't know. I think Sandler, Sandler gets a bad rap for a lot of stuff. I mean, people always mention Jack and Jill and all that sort of stuff. Because it's, it's, like, well, it's not funny. You but... know what? You know, go out and make your own. <laughs> you don't like it. Go out and make your own. See how easy it is. Get your mates around. I mean, that's the thing I, I've always loved about Adam Sandler is he gets his mates and his family and his, you know, just everybody involved in mm. pretty much everything he does because he knows that it's probably, they're going to riff off him and he's going to riff off them. And that's that's when you're going to get absolute comedy moments. And, it, you know, it, I suppose it's an adage that we work by in the sixth sense. If, if it's funny to us, it'll be funny to other people. And I think that's, Adam Sandler is, to me, the, He's, he's, he's the epitome of that. His The way that he works is fantastic. We, we could all be so lucky, I think. On that profound note, Bill, yeah. I'll still say, you know, if you want to see a really an amazing Adam Sandler performance, watch Uncut Gems. It's not a comedy. It's v- I love Punch Drunk Glove yeah. as well. I yeah, mean, the I mean, guy can do serious he, he's, as well. He's like Jim Carrey. I mean, he can yeah. flip between the two. But you realise just how good a performer... I think most comedians can, to be fair. I think Robin most Williams comic actors... Do it, yeah. I think most comic actors can, because if he can do comedy well... Eddie Murphy was nominate, do, nominated for a, a non-comedy role. He well, kind of, there's Bill Murray. Bill Murray started off in comedy and done a lot of... He's, you know, he's now known for his famous or serious stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally think The Razor's Edge, back at 1983, 1984... I personally think that's that's a fantastic piece of cinema. I love, absolutely love Bill Murray in that. It's a very understated performance. Um, but yeah, I mean, Sandler can do Sandler can do all that sort of stuff. Okay, well, look, I I would put it as peak Sander. Beyond, if we're just in the comedy stuff, yes, Punch Drunk Love, I love. I agree. Uncut Gems, I love. There's a few other kind of, I hate the term dramedy kind of rules that he's mm. done were kind of that mix between comedy and drama but I still will always find myself and I'm glad even now in 2023 as someone who's 40 can go back and just laugh at the water boy and laugh at what mama don't know won't well mama don't know <laughs> no, won't hurt her. all that stuff so look I think we'll bring this pod to a close but Bill you have picked the next movie we're going to be talking about in this retrospective so yeah. that's going to be in a, out, that's going to be out in a couple of weeks time do you want to tell our listeners what you've picked and why uh I have picked Hot Rod and the reason being is I think it is genuinely one of the funniest films I've ever seen Cool Beans Cool beans. Cool, 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 cool beans. Cool, cool, cool beans. Yep. So you've that to look forward to. But for now, we're going to bring this pod to a close. All that's left me to do is thank your lovely self, Bill. Thanks for having me, Tim. Thank you for yet another episode that always makes me feel like it's virgin on therapy. 
rather than just talking about movies so yes so that's all for this week uh we'll be back we are going to have our next pod it will be our valentine's day special we're going to be yeah (laughs) and if that hasn't got you aroused nothing well i don't know it well but we're going to have our valentine's day special next it's going to be myself and joe mcelroy we're going to be talking about titanic which oh, is how romantic how romantic she he dies in the end one of the she biggest industrial failures ever in mankind's history <laughs> but we're going to be talking about that because that's been the biggest shipping disaster ever as well let yeah. me speak for fuck's sake um, I'm the host here uh, we're, I'm just turning your mic down um, yeah we're going to be talking about that because we were guests on at the Cine World it's been re-released in the cinema and uh, you know James Cameron he's short of a few bobs so you know <laughs> he needs the money to go see this uh, you see that Cine World yeah are they doing the four four D? Yeah, <laughs> we're going to see <laughs> we're, we we we've we're going to see that in four DX. So we've got that to look forward to, Brilliant. and then uh, we'll have a few more episodes throughout the month. So you'll have that to look forward to. But for now, until then, goodbye.